Alright everybody, what's happening? This is your man El Jamal coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Uh, this is a place where you can say what you want as long as you got the facts. Today, uh, I have that Parasite review for you guys. Uh, Parasite is a film actually debuting, uh, it debuted last year at the prestigious Cannes Film Festival of France. Uh, it would win the Palme d'Or, uh, which is the festival's highest honor. Uh, but this would uh, pretty much garner a lot of steam and a lot of momentum. Sort of near the end of last year, uh, but really carrying into this year, uh, early part of this year. Uh, this was the winner for multiple Oscars. Uh, this was the winner for Best Pictures, and uh, this was the first non-English film to, to win that in that category. Uh, this also won for Best Director. Uh, this film was directed by Boon Joon Ho. By the way, uh, forgive me. Uh, this is these are Korean as names and Korean accents. If I'm not 100 percent uh, right. Please, at any time in the future, let me know. Help me. Uh, but again, forgive me, but I'm going to do the best that I possibly can out of respect for these people. Uh, this will go on, to, uh, like I said, to win Best Director, of course, that being Boom, uh, Bong Joon-ho. Also, it uh, won for Best Screenplay at the Oscars as well. Uh, this, was also, this would also win two Golden Globes and also a Screen Actors Guild Award for Outstanding Performance by a Cast. Uh, this also will go on to win numerous awards. Uh, in, on the other side of the globe as well in Asia again because this is a movie uh, directed by a South Korean uh, also co-written by a South Korean uh, his name is Han Jin Won of course he would co-write this script with the director and it's entirely all South Korean cast so it's important to know that and this is why um, it's going to be an interesting episode today I'm going to be saying a lot of different names in a different language but it should be fun and hopefully Hopefully, I'll do I'll do it some justice. Uh, but this movie was made on an eleven million dollar budget, uh, but it would end up grossing over two hundred and sixty two hundred and sixty six million dollars at the box office, uh, and this would be the highest grossing uh, South Korean film ever, at least to this date. Uh, but let's move on to the cast a little bit. And this movie, uh, this revolves around two different uh, two different families. So we're gonna go through those uh, both of those real quick. Uh, the Kim family uh, it will be headed by the father, who was played by Song Kang Ho. Uh, you also got the mom being played by Jong Hee Jin. Uh, you got the son here, uh, Choi Woo Sik, and the daughter here is played by Park So Dam. Uh, let's move on to the Park family. Uh, the father is played by Lee Soon Kyun. Uh, we have the mother played by Kyo Yo Jong. Uh, the daughter here is played by Jong Ji So. And the son is uh, Yo, uh, Jong Hyun Jun. A couple of the characters here. Uh, we have the, um, the I'm sorry, uh, the, the former housekeeper. We'll get into all that in just a minute. Uh, Lee Jong Un. And also we have a... Uh, we'll, get, we'll get to the other character in just a second. There is a reveal uh, that I don't want to get to just uh just right away but we'll get to, we'll build up to it uh but let's let's get into the plot real quick uh the kim family is basically living on the lower rungs of society in south korea uh they live in a you know one-story apartment uh you know low level and uh again they are living in poverty and they are just trying to find their way uh, currently all members of the household uh, pretty much fold pizza boxes uh, in order to get any type of 
any type of wage. Uh, the son, uh, Ken Wu, Ken, Ken Wu in the movie, uh, he's also nicknamed Kevin by the Park family. Uh, he is visited by an old friend who is currently attending college, uh, who encourages him to take over his uh, English tutor job while he goes to study abroad. Now he accepts this kind of reluctantly, and he has his sister uh, forge a, a diploma uh, from the prestigious Yon, Yonsei University, and I believe that's in Seoul, Korea. So again, um, you know he needed a, you know he needed some money. Uh, there was no you know real uh, avenue that was made available to him you know beforehand. Uh, you know so you know he and his family had been struggling, uh, but his best friend comes around and. Uh, again, he gives him this opportunity. Of course, he did not have the formal education, I believe. Uh, this was his high school buddy, so definitely he had a, a high school education, uh, but certainly not the education, probably, uh, you know, at least the, the verified education to be hired as somebody's tutor. So again, he needed, those, he needed his sister uh, to forge that document. Now, by no means are these people unintelligent. Uh, the, the daughter, again, she forged a legit, well, at least a legit-looking uh, college document. Uh, the son himself, the son himself, was able, well, for the most part, was able to tutor English, and uh, he seemed to be able to help out the daughter um, of the family. Now, so again, so we already kind of have this dichotomy where you know they they don't have these resources, but again, they're not you know downtrodden people. They're resourceful for what they can be, and again, they're just in a situation where dire poverty so you definitely see that and you definitely again you get a chance to see again their intelligence that they are human beings that they do have some type of skills but again just because of where they are at in society right now they're just overlooked and it's come to a point where uh, again uh ki Wu again or kevin as the family again affectionately calls him over time uh he he has to have a document forged in order to become a tutor in a wealthy family's house. Uh, now, this toy story will take uh, yet another turn because uh, the family uh, will go ahead and hire the sister as well. Uh, she uh, will be, well, and the family will give them their little nickname. So, for the daughter, uh, they would nickname the daughter uh, Jessica. Now, she will be hired to be a art therapist for the young son. Uh, I believe his name is, yes, Da Song. Uh, at least, well, his, you know, his character name, uh, Da Song. And this is for the Park family. So, he, he she will be hired uh, as his art therapist. Now, I guess he's been going through some trauma. Uh, and, again, this is, you know, rich people being able to provide uh, whatever, you know, they feel like they need to provide for their children. Uh, they decided to, to hire uh, this art therapist in order to kind of, you know, understand where he's coming from through his art and through what he's going through. Uh, apparently, he's had some troubles. He's had some seizures uh, going on. Uh, so his his mental state is, and they're trying to, you know, kind of piece it together. He can be a little bit hyperactive and stuff like that. So they're just trying to piece things together. And when you're rich and all that and you have a lot of money, uh, you can pay somebody to, to do that for you, I guess, through art. 
So again, uh, again, you have Kevin and Jessica pretty much making their way uh, into the family as well. Uh, again, the dad will eventually be hired as a driver as well uh, because, well, uh, Jessica decided to leave her panties in the car, uh, making it look as though the driver that the family, the Park family had originally hired, uh, was pretty much having sex in the car, which I think, of course, is weird and, you know, awkward and, uh, of course, would be a no-no to your employer. So, uh, they end up firing him and bringing in, uh, the, the Kim family dad, uh, whose name is, uh, Key Tyke, uh, Key Tyke. And, um, again, he's hired to drive the dad around, uh, show, basically his chauffeur takes him to place to place, uh, his job, so on and so forth. And, you know, again, so this family, uh, this low-income family is slowly working their way in, getting some income, you know, you know, kind of, you know, when they can kind of get a little taste of the luxury life they're getting a chance to see that uh, how the other side lives firsthand and eventually uh the family uh eventually hires well the park family will eventually hire um the kim family's mother uh she's hired to replace moon guang uh their former housekeeper after she is con well after the family uh more notably the mom is convinced is convinced that she has tuberculosis when really she just has an, an allergy to peaches so what uh the kim family had been doing was pretty much uh i, I don't want to say well you could say sabotage but the, there's another word i want to say that to say here but they were just placing little pieces of peaches or peach fuzz uh on certain objects and she'll be reacting to the to, to re reacting to it uh, she'll be having an allergic reaction to them and part of that would be her coughing up blood and that is what they were used especially like I said the daughter and the son at the time uh, were using to convince the Park family that this uh, this housekeeper has you know this this illness this tuberculosis so she is replaced uh, by the by the head of the Kim family their mother uh, so when the park, so this, you know, like I said, so all members of the family are pretty much working. Uh, all members of the Kim family at this point are employed by the Park family. Now the Park family, of course, does not necessarily notice what what they are assuming. Uh, and let me explain this kind of as well: is that every every uh, person, uh, well, Kevin and Jessica, of course, are two totally different people. They're unrelated to each other. Uh, they just happen to know each other. I believe it was through school for their uh, for their relationship. Uh, I can't remember for the driver or anything like that, but it was definitely somebody that uh, Kevin and Jessica in the plot that they recommended. Uh, at least in terms of their father being the driver. That was their recommendation. Same thing with their mother. It was just more so like, oh, we know this person. This person is reliable. They can take over. So mind you, the Park family has no idea that all these people are related and they have been living, well, they have been employed by them this whole time and they're pretty much all around them and they're immersed within their household. Now, the plot takes a really interesting twist when the Park family decides to head out on a camping trip uh, for their son, Da Song's birthday. Now, the Kim family would pretty much let loose in the Park residence, um, you know, just having a good time, cooking, uh, doing some drinking. They get drunk, they're faded, they're all, they're, they're, they're faded on somebody else's liquor. They just living it up. They have pretty much believed that they have, you know, been accepted. You know, there's, you know, this is a good moment for them. However, uh, the the former housekeeper Moon Wang shows up, claiming that she has left behind someone in the basement. 
but it is actually revealed that there is a secret passage to an underground bunker bunker in the house that was left by the previous owner and the architect of the house who was actually i believe um and i believe mungway the former housekeeper was actually employed uh by the former owner of the house uh, the last owner of the house before the park family and had been there you know this whole time uh so it is also revealed that her husband has been in this this bunker the entire time now even before you know at least since she started working so this has been for a number of years now he's he's been living in his basement because he's under debt he's he, he took out some loans from some loan sharks and he's not been able to pay it back because his business uh his bakery has went under well it went under a long time ago so he's been on the run so she's been feeding him and helping him get fed while she's been working for this family so of course uh when she was fired because of her misdiagnosis of tuberculosis at least that's what they believe she had she can't help out her husband she can't keep that extra eye on him so of course she's as any wife would um that is a very interesting extreme situation but again i'm you know sure that a you know wife is going to look out for you and, and want to check in no matter how she could do it so she comes back and of course is revealed and this leads to a big big situation because uh moon Gwang wants to be able to come back and forth and be able to help him and of course the kid family uh is not feeling that they're not with that but of course she she realizes or she is able to come to the conclusion that they are all related that they have they have pretty much you know put her out on the street and made her without a job and so that creates a different rip and they end up actually having an altercation uh, all members of the Kim family uh, versus uh, Moon Gwang and her husband Jun, Jun Se so they're all battling with each other going back and forth and eventually Moon Gwang is fatally wounded and she would end up dying from those wounds as well in that basement uh, but they are able to the Kim family is able to control the situation for now uh, they lock both the both of those get both of them in the basement and they get the house kind of well in some decent order before the park family comes back and since they weren't even supposed to be there except for i believe uh the mother uh they all take off uh, the rest of them take off kevin of course the dad kite uh, take and also uh the daughter so they all take off now again uh and this is all because a heavy rainstorm has come through and it's you know it's pretty much disrupted uh, the, the Park family's entire plans. It's like I said, this was Daesung's birthday and they're taking a camping trip. So this ruins that they're on the way home and on the way out, of course, like I said, they did make it out, uh, but Kitek overhears uh, Mr. Park uh, coming on the smell uh, that he left behind. And this is a very interesting point in the movie as well because it kind of puts the family back in some type of in some type of reality uh they have been spending this time with this with this uh well-to-do family uh these people have allowed them in of course they've had their you know comfy moments uh, of course they're getting paid by these people of course they're probably uh sharing things and certain knowledges with these people and certain stories with these people so they're building somewhat of a relationship uh so i, I think it would be easy to assume that the, the Kim's, uh, despite you know what their plan is, and you can call it a scheme because it is a little bit, 
it is nefarious, although it's done in a situation I see of, you know, desperation and just, you know, people needing to gain some sort of, you know, real income. I get what is, you know, why they did it. Uh, it's definitely not the right thing to do. Uh, but you would assume, you know, they're human beings, that there is some type of relationship there. And the Kims, I feel at some point kind of felt that it kind of felt like they had some acceptance uh, despite where they were in terms of society uh, that some people you know cared and looked out for them uh, but again uh, with the comments made by Mr. Park again of course this is all in Korean uh, but in English pretty much it translated to something like you know he smells uh, some type of poor people smell something like that and he commented on it it was really negative and um, it really made Tech, the father feels some type of way, of course, perfectly because he's a writer of his family. And look at him, you know, he's trying to escape that, he's trying to put food his on his table for the family. And he's told again that, you know, he's reminded of who he is because of the smell that he has. And, um, you know, it's real, and you kind of understand that it's those things that it's those stories and those situations uh, that made it easy for me to really look into this movie and not uh, talk about it about being all the Korean, the Korean language and having to read subtitles. Uh, it's these stories here, these situations like here, where you understand the, you know, who people are, and unfortunately, there is you know a difference and a distinction between the classes and it's not always a positive view of each one um there's some negativity that we you know have towards each other that shouldn't be there and they're based off of um, you know prejudices and a lot of times it is the higher classes having those uh beliefs and those you know negative beliefs and it's kind of it's kind of sad but he did mention that and it put key tech down and like he was, you know, it wasn't, I don't think he felt less of a man, but he definitely felt uh, reminded of where he was in society because he thought, you know, he was definitely uh, cleaned up. He was, you know, cleaned up for the job and he was, he was definitely cleaned up, well presented for his job. He seemed to be well spoken within that language, at least, you know, throughout, you know, what the script gave us to, to get, to get from him. And he seemed to be, you know, educated. He seemed to have some type of about him because he you know he naturally does he's just in a situation right now but um i believe again like i said he was reminded uh despite if despite his intelligence that he might have despite you know the wiseness and the good cheer that he might bring because you know he, don't get me wrong it wasn't that you know mr park i mean mr park did comment on him being a good worker he was a good worker he was on time and he you know he treated him well but again it was the smell and he he equated the smell to poor people and you kind of see how uh, the plot kind of takes this darker tone because you you finally see there still is some prejudice it doesn't matter how close you get to these people or how close that Kai Tech felt or the family might have felt you know driving around especially with Key Tech uh, the father driving around uh, with uh, Mr. Park driving him around with the fancy cars. He did wear some better clothes, but again, it still had that that smell on him, and it still be identified for that, despite how far he thinks he's come so far. Uh, again, it helps the plot take this really dramatic turn, and it makes things make sense when you get to them. Uh, now, the 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 rainstorm would not only well, it really wouldn't affect the Park family. They were able to get back home. They were in a nice. Uh, 
good setting. Of course, there was some food being made uh, by the by the Kim's mom, and they were all good. But the Kim's will return home to find an apartment that is completely flooded. Uh, the storm uh, kicked in really harshly, and since their apartment is on a lower level, it was just completely flooded out. And there's a scene uh, here where uh, the girl, the daughter, uh, just you know she's frustrated, and you know there's water everywhere. Uh, the flood has caused the toilets to the toilets to overflow, and there's just so much drama going down. There was the incident with the former housekeeper. Again, the family isn't too sure what can happen next. And the toilet, like I said, is overflowing. And it's to the point where it's almost like a geyser. The flood has got it like a geyser. It's just coming straight out the toilet. And it's just crazy. It's just spraying. She puts the toilet seat down. And she's just going through it so bad. You know, things are just so bad. And, you know, she's at a point now. She doesn't know. Again, she doesn't know what to do. And she sits down on that toilet and just and she just sits there. She lights up a cigarette and it's real. And um, you know, when you've seen that situation in real life and you've seen people, you know, get to that point where they're at their wits end or they don't know what to do, especially when they're in a situation like poverty, um, it got real at that moment. And you don't need English speak. You don't need an English dub. You don't need an English actor to to, to convey some of those to, to convey that to you. Uh, you don't need to to listen to to hear a movie, you know, uh, in English to get those feelings and to get those feelings of desperation and just or in, in that scene, just she gave up and she just said, "Let's just get through this. Let's get by this. Let's just move on to the next whatever." And uh, that night, the family would end up sleeping in a gym. Now. Uh, Near the end of the movie, uh, we're getting to the end now. Uh, the family of uh, well, the Parks would have a big birthday party uh, for Da Song, and they would invite the Kim family over. Of course, it was more for them to, you know, work and do stuff for them as opposed to just hang out with the family, of course. Uh, but uh, again, this is a very, uh, again, this is again where the story gets a little bit crazy. Now, Kevin. He attempts to, you know, finish Gong Si and Mu Wang off. Uh, he comes in there with a, a scholar's rock. The scholar's rock was given to him, of course, like I said. Well, it was given to him in the beginning of the movie uh, by his partner that's in college right now. Actually, he's, he, he's studying overseas. That's why he's even involved with the Park family anyways. Uh, but, um... So he gets the scholar's rock that he gave him as well. And in that culture, the scholar's rock is supposed to represent wealth. And it's also represent wealth coming in. But he takes this rock and he wants to go confront, like I said, Gong Sei and Mu Guang, I'm guessing, and to, to finish this off. Of course, Mu Guang is already dead. And uh, I guess her husband, well, it makes perfect sense. He's in a fit of vengeance. He goes off and he ends up beating up on Kevin. And not only does he beat Kevin, he escapes from the bunker. He is revealed. Uh, and he is seen by Da Sung. And this triggers, again, another seizure because uh, what the family doesn't know and is kind of, you know, vague is that uh, the reason why he had that seizure, well, it is explained that he had those seizures because he saw a ghost. Uh, and that's why he was out of fear of panic response but in reality it wasn't a ghost he just happened to catch this guy sneaking in and out of the bunker at one time 
uh, but he sees him again. He event he has his whole you know spasms again. He's he's, he's bugging out, and Gung Si is on a rampage. Like I said, he uh, he's broken out of the bunker and he ends up killing Jessica. Uh, she he ends up slicing her, and you know there's a battle between him and Mister and Mister Park and also Key Tech, and they are eventually able to subdue him. To subdue him. Uh, he's end up being st- uh, stabbed by Chun Suk, which is the mom. Uh, Chun Suk ends up stabbing him, and that's the end of Gong Si. He's he's done, and so we have a situation now where you know Jessica has to go to the doctor. Uh, they have to take her to the hospital. She, like I said, she ends up passing away from her injuries, and uh, you know Mr. Park is trying to get Kai Tech to take that son to the hospital, and in the panic. Uh, they're near, you know, Gong Si's body, and Mr. Park has another moment where he, I guess, he smells that poor people smell again, and this time, he has a very, very bad, like, he even, he has, I mean, he starts to vomit, and this triggers Kai Tech to stab him, he's so disrespectful, he's had enough of his disrespect, and he stabs him in the in the in the chest, and he ends up killing the father of the Park family. And again, there's pandemonium. And what you see is you see Kai Tech finding some uh, escape, but he ends up, you know, it's not necessarily explicitly told, but he ends up finding a refuge uh, within the bunker. He will be trapped in there, or you know, he's locked in there. Uh, for the time being uh, like I said uh, Jessica dies the mother Chung Suk as well as Kevin they are charged with uh, forgery or sorry fraud and they were sentenced to uh, probation I think in this country that might have in this country that might have been some jail time uh, but again uh, relatively okay uh, Kevin did have to get some brain surgery after the attack uh, from Gong Si uh, but he ends up you know healing and you have an ending in which we see the house being bought by another family. And you have uh, Kevin vowing to buy the house back again in order to release his father. And again, it's just a reflection on, you know, class and how they view each other. And again, there is still, still some negativity. And I think, you know, in our country, uh, that, I mean, the, the battle of the haves and haves nots is... Is, is as clear as day and you can see it in our legislation you can see it in the application of laws you can see it um, in how people are uh, paid in this country so to I mean it, again you know it's you can definitely see those elements of classism you can definitely see that and regardless of what language that it was in uh, the actors did a, a tremendous job of showcasing that uh, speaking of a showcase, uh, this is pretty much a showcase of South Korea's best actors. Uh, another thing that I really liked about this movie, when I looked up some of the, you know, some of the cast and everything like that, everybody in this movie, uh, you know, is really accredited, especially in the Asian, uh, the, you know, uh, South Korea and the Asian uh, areas of the world. 
and even the minor characters in this movie, like the former uh, housekeeper, like I said, she was played by Lee Jong-un, uh, she would end up, she, I mean, he, she herself has had a distinguished career, uh, even though in this movie she was just a minor character, even, but even even in, uh, in, in her career, uh, she's recently won an Excellence Award in South Korea, and also she's won an award for uh, the Best Actress in Drama, and this was at the Korean Culture and Entertainment Award. Uh, she also would win the uh, AAA Scene Stealer at the Asian Artist Awards, and she would win that for the role in, for her role in this movie as well. And if you watch the movie, you can pretty much see why. Uh, again, Par, uh, Park Park uh, Myung Hoon, who would play Gong Si, he's also a well-established uh, actor in Asia as well with years of experience. Uh, same thing with Song Kong Ho. Uh, he had a, de a degree in broadcasting before pursuing acting uh, later on in his career. Uh, but again, multiple roles in all throughout different genres. Same thing with the mother uh, for the for the Park family. Every single one of these actors, uh, even the younger kids, Da Song, uh, the, guy, uh, the, the guy who plays him, Jung Hyun Jung. Again, these are these are Korean names. If the pronunciation is wrong at some point, somebody help me. And if they are right, hey, uh, but again, even he has had multiple acting roles already in his young career. So these are established talents. Of course, we don't see them a whole lot because, again, we're not in South Korea. We're not in Asia. Uh, but again, I think that has a lot to do with just how good this movie is. Because, again, these actors are pretty prestigious. If you look at uh, a lot of them, uh, the Chung, uh, uh, Sorry, uh, Jang uh, Jang Shi Jin, uh, the the the, uh, the woman who plays Chung Suk, the mom for the Kim family. She again is another established actor in South Korea, multiple roles, uh, different genres, also award winning. Uh, again, uh, you know all these people. So again, uh, the cinematography I believe was was on point. Uh, the blocking was there. Each scene captured uh, the essence of what the story is. Uh, it's very interesting to kind of hear where this story has basis from. Uh, there was a 1960s film uh, kind of that went around, around this same line. It was from Korea as well. I don't know the name about of it off the top of my head. Uh, there was also an experience, uh, also uh, another situation that they were inspired by, this would go back to the 1930s in France, where there were two sisters that were housekeepers, and they ended up uh, killing uh, the people that they were hired by. Uh, so again, they, you know, so... It's, this story, of course, didn't go as crazy as that, of course, but again, you had some real drama here uh, that was really showcased very well. The actors did a good job conveying uh, through their, I mean, f well, I mean, of course, because we're reading, you know, subtitles and we don't, you know, necessarily speak South Korean, um, you know, you you might be thrown for a little bit of a loop and what to what to look for and what to judge, but uh, I definitely could read in their facial expressions, the way that they, uh, the tone of voice, the inflections, uh, the way that they carry each scene uh, with their physical uh, actions, with their body language. Uh, you can pretty much get the vibe of the story, uh, even if there wasn't even subtitles, and I'm glad it remained uh, in the authentic uh, Korean language. I don't think it would be as good if they dubbed it in English or had it remade uh, for an English audience. Uh, the movie as it is, it's really good, and I give it a 9 out of 10. Uh, one of the best form movies I have seen um, in a very long time, at least. 
Alright y'all, I'm gonna call it a wrap for today. Uh, if you are looking to get in touch with me, you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler75 at gmail.com. That is E-L-J-B-U-T-L-E-R 75 at gmail.com. Once again, that is ljbutler75 at gmail.com. That is E-L-J-B-U-T-L-E-R 75 at gmail.com. I also have a Facebook page as well at Johnny. That is E-L-J-A-M-A-H-A-D-J-A-N-I. Uh, once again, L Jamal Johnny E L J A M A H A D J A N I, and I have an Instagram as well at L Jamal seven ninety one E L J A M A H seven ninety one, and then finally I have a Facebook page for, uh, directly for the show as well at Never Out of Bounds. I got some content, uh, some links there as well, of course, uh, for the show. And also, if you are looking to make any type of donations for the Cash App and the PayPal as well, all donations are appreciated. It goes to help this cause. Uh, but don't worry about that so much. I'm looking more so for interactions, likes, uh, comments, uh, suggestions, anything you might uh, want to leave. Leave me a link. Leave me some content if you like. Share something on my page. Uh, please feel please uh, feel free to share uh, share this. Uh, like my page on Facebook as well, and of course follow me on the Instagram. All right, y'all. This is your man L Jamal signing out again. If anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. Uh, peace out, one love, and I holla at you guys later. Oh, and by the way, I am working on some NFL draft profiles. I'll be going through the quarterbacks first. Uh, I am taking uh, a different approach uh, this time. Uh, what I'm doing is for each uh, for each group for this for, for now I'm doing the quarterbacks. So for each quarterback, I'm going to be going about it. Each uh, each of them going to be a, a different research uh, process, just so I can get a different uh, set of information about each one, and I have a different a different delivery for each guy uh and different you know info and all that different types of information just so we all get an idea of uh who each of these guys are and again i don't want to give you the, the, the same information that you might hear somewhere else i want to give you guys some new stuff um or some different perspectives as well. Uh, so look out for my NFL draft profiles as well. They will be coming out soon. Uh, as far as I know, uh, there will be some type of draft remedy. I'm hearing virtual. I, you know, I'm hearing some type of live one at some point in New York. Trump is trying to get things moving uh, on some type of schedule in terms of opening things back up. We shall see. I don't know officially uh but if that is if that is revealed uh, i will be letting you guys know about that until then uh, i will be having some draft profiles for you guys regardless uh, all right y'all i'm gonna head out uh, i hope this well i will be back soon and i hope y'all do end up doing well tonight have a good night and have a good rest of y'all weekend peace out y'all